0: Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, Barg Sanders! Go, food needs refill! Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio and network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Mouth and South! Three big mouths, that is, or the three gaping mouths. Three teams are still undefeated. Falcons, Bucks, Tate's. All, three, all, two and oh Looking to go three and zero, oh. and you know the Panthers are lost. I mean, that's that's not going anywhere. But all three of these teams, the one team that's going to have the biggest challenge is going to be at home. And I go through and look at this. It, it, it's proven or push at weekend, not only for these three, but there's other teams out there that are undefeated as well that we didn't expect to be undefeated. There are certain teams that don't shock us, what the Niners just did to the Giants. There's certain teams out there that shouldn't surprise us that they haven't lost yet because they're legit. But there are certain teams that make you go, okay, if you get to 3-0 and in this league, what's there, like a 65% chance you make the playoffs if you can start off 3-0? and So interesting stuff. Uh, so we're going to look at that. Also, also, um, <laughs> I think this is great. I call it the old guard grasp. The two preeminent programs in college football the last decade have been who? Alabama, Clemson. Now the baton is being passed to Georgia george has got the baton. Is Southern Cal also going to be in this 4 by 4 or 4 by one coming up? Maybe. Texas looks to be coming on strong. We know George's the preeminent program now. But for the last decade, the two biggest, baddest wolves, Alpha Males, and then Bama and Clemson. After this weekend, they both may be out of the national title hunt by October. Old guard grasp. Interesting games this weekend. Wounded beasts at home. And some conference coaches have taken bites out of this. both Dabble Swinney and, and Nick Saban. Can't wait to look at this. And also, Irish eyes, are they smiling? Notre Dame looking for their first marquee slam dunk, legitimate, oh my God, they may be real win since. When? Since when? When have they been nothing more than a paper tiger? Look at that as well. Harpon Sports The Bart Podcast, Media, Audio, Radio Network, follow, share, like, subscribe. Harpon Sports Twitter at Harpon Sports Instagram. Harp on Sports, Auditory Route, buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports Facebook page, Harpon Sports YouTube channel, and of course, HarponSports.com. Let's start off with the old guard grasp first, shall we? Actually, let's start off with the mouth of the south. Bucks, Falcons, Saints, all undefeated. Now, of all these teams, the team that, you know, is going to have the toughest task is the team that's at home, being the Bucks against the Eagles. Then you have the Falcons at the Lions, no easy chore, and then the Saints at the Packers. Boy, you know, in the NFC South, we didn't know if these teams were legit, or we still don't know if they're legit. We're going to find out this weekend, aren't we? If any of those teams win and get to 3-0, they've done their work. Now, you'd say the Saints may have the easiest road, but in Lambeau, it, the one that may have the hardest task is the one at home, the Bucks at home against the Eagles. So I look at this, and the Falcons at the Lions, if any of these teams can get out of this at 3-0, you're doing something at about, what, 65 66% of the time. If you get to 3-0 and and you play 500 ball the rest of the way, you end up 10-7, and you're probably going to make the postseason. And, you know, the other team I have out here, like a prove-it-or-push-it weekend, the Commanders at the Bills, you've got some undefeated teams that have tough road tests. And the one that doesn't have a tough road test is at home against, if not the best, one of the best teams in the NFC. Boy, the NFC at the top. You know, for years we've talked about how loaded the AFC is at the top with the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Bills. All of a sudden, the NFC at the top with the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Niners, Get a little top-heavy, a little top-heavy on both sides. So, uh, which one of these teams, if you look at all these teams, which one has the best shot? Would you say the Bucs? Because they're at home, but they're playing the Eagles. So, the team that had the best shot, probably the Saints at the Packers. That... We don't know what Jordan Love is. He looked good in Week One, but looked bad in Week Two. looked bad in Week Two. But Pack struggled in Week Two, and of course he loses the Falcons. And the Falcons are sitting there undefeated, looking to go to three and zero with a couple of road wins under their belt. Uh, you know the Dolphins are two and zero. We thought they'd be good. The 49ers undefeated. We thought they would be good. Cowboys. We thought they would have a chance to be pretty good. These teams: Bucks, Falcons, Commanders, Saints. never thought any of these teams were going to make the postseason at the beginning of the year. Well, maybe the Saints. Maybe the Saints. It is possible, although not feasible, it is possible that the Bucs, the Saints, and the Falcons are 9-0 and after this weekend combined. So, prove it or push it weekend. And of all these teams, you know, and also conversely on the other end, the Eagles, if they lose on the road, okay, they can live with that. The Lions, after winning week one in Kansas City, could you imagine if they're 1-2 and two and they drop their next two, especially a home game? The Bills. After what happened to the Bills in week one and how you know having the big lead against the Jets blowing it and then just coming out last weekend. Just dominating at home. And now they get another game at home as they looked at, hey, wait a second here. We may you guys are saying we're not contenders anymore. We're pretenders. Josh Allen's taking a step back. Watch, watch this. Washington undefeated. Come on, give us a piece of this. And then the Packers trying to bounce back. So this is the week in the NFL, week three, that you start to see the top start to wobble. You start to see things shift a little bit, you know, when you have like a ball rolling back on a fulcrum or a teeter totter, and it starts to pick up speed and faster, faster. This is where the weight distribution starts to shift on that teeter totter or that fulcrum, and one and two is a heck of a lot different than two and one. And three and zero, oh, man. Mouth of the South, are they legit? Are they legit? In what was supposed to be the worst division in football. Has the most undefeated team still in it. And after this weekend, if you have three at the top, we'll see law. I mean, we got a long way to go. man. We've got months and months and months to go, but interesting setup right now. If you're the national football league and some of these strange teams, and there's always teams that make the playoffs. They don't, you don't think, you know, I even when I through my playoff predictions. I'm like, okay, this team going to make it. This team's not who's my, oh my God, where did that come from team? We didn't see that coming team. It happens every year. Who's that going to be? Could it be one? A lot of people thought the Saints were going to win that division. I still think the Saints are going to be the, win that division. Here's the other thing, too. We talked about the Commanders needing a quarterback, the Falcons needing a quarterback. Maybe needing a quarterback. These teams that could be in the Caleb Williams, Drake May sweepstakes, and now maybe Shadur Sanders sweepstakes. The teams that were mentioned were the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Commanders, maybe even the Saints. And all four of these teams are undefeated. You get to 3 and 0 to start, the chances of you picking in the top 2 or 3 in the draft pretty slim. You'd have to go 3 you have to go 0 and 14 to get to cuz the team that's going to pick first it's going to be better than 4 and 13, and if you're 3 and 0 that means you got to go 1 and 13 down the stretch to get there. If you're lucky. What did I see like once in the last 12 or 13 years a team with four wins or fewer is picked number 1. It's tough. It's tough. So There you go. A little old guard grasp. The preeminent programs in college football the last decade have been Clemson and Alabama. Well, now, both, I wouldn't say on the ropes, but both being doubted, both being put under the microscope. And look, they usually don't lose this early in the year. We've seen Alabama stumble against Ole Miss in the first month of the year in the past. We've seen things like that take place. But entering stage right is that old nemesis. It was Hugh Freeze, what, eight years ago now? And now coming into Tuscaloosa's Lane Kiffin, who can score points, an Alabama team that struggles to score points. And here's Clemson home. Here comes Florida state sleeping at the wheel last week against Boston college. Not going to be sleeping at the wheel this week. So you've got the two biggest beasts. Pride of the jungle last eight years, nine years, 10 years in college football, preeminent programs on the ropes at home against teams with better offenses. Looking to, in the case of Clemson pretty much will not only knock him out of the national title hunt. If Clemson loses, at home to Florida State. That's two losses in the conference. Duke's undefeated. Florida State will be undefeated. Clemson will be out of the, not only out of the national title hunt before October 1st, but out of the ACC hunt by October 1st. They'd have to run the table. Not unfeasible, but wow. And again, Alabama, you know, they did have a what? They did stub their toe. They did have a non-conference loss to Texas, but it was at home. And then they go to South Florida, Tampa, and and struggle. Now they come back at home? What would two losses in three weeks weeks at home for Alabama mean? So the old guards guarded, and the old guard (sighs) grasping on, gasping, if you will, trying to hold on, and and look – I think they're both going to win this weekend. I think Clemson will beat Florida State. I think Alabama will beat Ole Miss. But this is gut check time. Old guard gut check. Home against teams that have better offenses. And you're being doubted. The movie 61 was on TV about a month ago. Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Barry Pepper, and Thomas Jane. Great movie. I can't believe it's 22 years old now, but good gracious. Um, But there's a scene in there. Where they're talking about Mickey Mantle he's getting a standing ovation. And one of the reporters says, that, Wow, what a standing ovation. Look at Mickey. He says, He's never been the underdog before. You sit there and you start to think about your that. You're like, Oh my God. When's the last time Nick Saban, and he always does a good job of fighting an edge? Nick Saban can go in the locker room and go, Guys, they think you're done. <sighs> they think you're done. That happened a couple years ago in the SEC championship game think you're done. And then they just drilled Georgia going back through and looking, think about who's taken a bite out of Alabama over the course of the last year. You know, going back to the national championship game, Kirby smart took a bite out of Nick Saban. Then who took a bite out of him? Jimbo did. Brian Kelly did. And now Lane Kiffin wants to, that'd be four different sec coaches that have taken a bite out of Nick Saban in the last 15 games. Last 16 eh, last sixteen games, last 16 games. Think about that. Kirby, national championship game. Then last year, Jimbo, and Brian Kelly got him. And now you're talking about Lane Kiffin, the fourth SEC coach. Last 17 games, they'll have taken a bite out of Nick Saban. Think about that. And then conversely, Davo Sweeney, who's taking a bite out of Davo Sweeney. Going back to last year, Marcus Freeman got him first. People forget that Notre Dame got him first. And then what happened? Then it kind of went off the rails a little bit, didn't it? Who else beat Clemson last year? Well, people forget that Shane Beamer got him. Shane Beamer got him, South Carolina. And then Josh Heupel got him with Milton. Ugly. Josh Heupel got him bad in the Orange Bowl. So, last year, Marcus Freeman. Notre Dame, okay, all right. But in South Bend dominated him. Shane Beamer, rival, took a bite out of him. And then Josh Heipel took a bite out of him with a backup quarterback at the time. Same backup quarterback that just struggled mightily in Gainesville last weekend. So now here comes Mike Norvell, and Mike Norvell wants a bite of Dabo Sweeney. And where's Nick Saban? looking for the fourth SEC coach to take a bite out of Nick Saban in the last 17, 18 games. You're talking about the fourth coach. If you count Notre Dame as an ACC team, which they are for the sake of this argument, because they're a scheduled team in that ACC rotation, Marcus Freeman, Mike Norvell, Shane Beamer, Josh Heupel, all would have taken bites out of Dabo Sweeney in the last nine games. Eight, nine games. Yikes. So, let me drop my pen down there. <laughs> wow. So, there you go. Just something to keep an eye on. Uh, going to wrap with this, again, I'm watching this. Old guard gasp. Old guard gut check. Irish eyes are smiling. Are they? I was trying to think of the last marquee signature Win for Notre Dame football. When was it? When was the... Boy, that is an elite win. Now they dumped Clemson pretty bad last year, but the wheels came off the tracks for Clemson. I don't know if that was a marquee win. The last time Notre Dame beat a legit national title contender. They beat a legit top 10 team. When's the last time Notre Dame beat a legit national title contender? Well, they came close 18 years ago. When Brady Quinn, I thought had Southern Cal beat. Matt Linehan, Reggie Bush, had him beat, but didn't beat him. A couple years ago, they did beat Clemson, but they beat him without Trevor Lawrence. O'Guley was in the game that night, so I, he threw for 500 yards. He's going to be this gigantic star, and then it just never turned out. I know they played for the national title in 2012, but they stockpiled wins against you know like Pitt and you know they beat it's so what it an eight and four seven and five USC team they beat decent teams, but they didn't really shock anybody. Then Alabama boat raced them. Ohio State's a legit college football playoff contender. Are they the best team in the Big Ten? No, probably Michigan's the best team. Ohio State struggled to find a quarterback, but this is a team that's got the best playmaker in college football and Marvin Harrison Jr. I look back, Marcus Freeman has a nice win under his belt, beat South Carolina in the bowl game, has some momentum. Notre Dame has the best quarterback they've had since Brady Quinn. But I, I even going back, you know, the last marquee, legit. Oh my God. win that they had like, oh my God, that's, they beat Southern Cal in 95 when Southern Cal had Keyshawn Johnson. And I think, SC that year went like eleven and one. So that year they beat Northwestern in the Rose Bowl. That was legitimate USC team. They beat them that year. They beat them pretty bad. And they were they were legit. That was a good USC team. But I mean, guys, I'm talking 28 years ago. It's 30 years. It's been 30 years since Catholics versus criminals. Try to think of the last time they beat a team. They're like, oh my god, that's a national championship team that they just knocked off. That's a national title contender that they just beat. They've beaten good teams. They've beaten top three teams, top five teams. But, you know, you look around, the marquee programs in college football, and they got two of them in the span of a month here. With the, the, you know, They've actually got three good teams coming up. They get Ohio State, then they go to Duke, and then they get SC at home. The SC is legit. So is Ohio State. So they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence three years ago. Last year they beat a Clemson team that was in the top 10, but was not really a top 10 team. They've beaten top 10 teams over the years, but they played Ohio state with, was it Troy Smith the year before the Ohio state got drilled by Florida, in the national championship game. That Ohio state team was legit and they got boat raced in the fiestable played urban Meyer in Ohio state about seven, eight years ago in the fiestable got boat raced. And that's when Joey Bosa got kicked out of the game for targeting. They have not beaten to me. A team better, they've beaten teams better than them, but elite teams. Gang, (laughs) probably 30 years ago when they beat Florida State at home. That's the last time they beat, and that Florida State team would go on to win the national title. That's the last time I thought they beat a legit national title, like that feel of a team. 12 years later, USC, had them on the ropes, couldn't finish them off. The year Florida State went to the college football playoff, Jameis Winston, they had Florida State beat, got caught on a rub route, got nailed at the end of the game, but that Ohio State team got drilled by Oregon. That, but again, they're not beating these teams. Come close. Marquise win. Marcus Marquee time. He's got his if you will, last year against Clemson. He got his, okay, that's my my signature win. Now he needs an elite win. Ohio State at home would be it. So there you go. Will they get it? Don't know. You'll have to check out my social media for my predictions coming up here. As we head into the weekend, Harp on sports, the bar podcast, media, audio, radio network, follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on sports, Twitter at Harp on sports, Instagram, Harp on sports, auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple podcast, Harp on sports, Facebook page, Harp on sports, the YouTube channel under the bar. And of course, Harp on Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.